0: (laughs) and welcome it's saturday morning it's 11 o'clock so it must be time for the jupiter rising show and it is and i am eileen grimes astrologer i'm with you for the next hour and with me, I have the wonderful co-host, Mr. Doug Johnston.
1: Well, thank you very much.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: have you noticed as far as the traffic was a little weird coming in?
0: Uh, No. It was oh. fine coming up the way I went.
1: Oh, it was definitely thicker than thick this Oh, really? Morning. Okay. But then I figured, you know, it's stationary. we we'll go direct That's right. tomorrow. Going, yeah, Mercury. I was going to mention
0: that. I actually wrote that down here on my page to mention that, mm. that... that Mercury goes direct so tomorrow at about, let me see what time it is. Be a defensive
1: driver for the yes, next few days. That's
0: right. One twenty-seven tomorrow morning is when yeah. it goes direct. So uh, Get Ready Kids will be able to su- get to be celebrating because every time something happens that has to do with anything to do with communication, writing, on your, writing in your car or whatever it is, if it goes wrong, you just know it's going to write itself when Mercury goes direct. So.
1: I did think it was interesting that they mentioned that they are definitely going to do another stimulus pe- for people. Yeah. I, yeah so I th- that's a good thing, too.
0: Yeah, it is a good thing. So we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully they will actually do it. Although, who knew about last time? And I was surprised. I was really surprised to see it. In my account, so.
1: But you were happy to get it, right? I was
0: very happy to get okay, it.
1: Okay, I just wanted to make sure you were happy.
0: I was very grateful <laughs> for it. <laughs> Good. That's even better. <laughs> Gratefulness is extremely important right now. That's is to Thank your true. lucky stars that we're still here, we're still alive, and we're, we're benefiting. That's so, right. Yeah. So that's really basically all there is to it. It's not that complicated, so. Anyway, this morning, we have a special guest on Miss Jackie Slevin, one of our very favorite astrologers. We
1: love Jackie.
0: We love Jackie, and she's going to be talking. We just have a whole bunch of miscellaneous things we're going to talk about. We're going to be talking about also our two, we have two astral celebrities of the week. That is Bill de Blasio, who is the mayor of New York City, as well as Tammy Duckworth, who is a senator um, in the Senate. And so she's Democratic senator. So she's pretty awesome. And and that was actually uh, Jackie's suggestion that we do her. So we, we're doing both. Mm-hmm. What the heck? Mm-hmm. So we're going to change the format just a teeny bit to accommodate that. Yeah. It'll be good. So then we'll go wherever we're going to go with our conversation. So your guess is as good as mine.
1: Because we're both reading Jackie's n- new book and it is yes. a great book yes it is if you're in astrology you're going to love it
0: and we should talk about that too because I was very surprised to find out what that was the key indicator that shows career direction in the chart and it has to do with a planet that is the closest to well, the midheaven
1: we'll have the the girl herself to explain it all yes, in detail she,
0: she we don't even have to say yeah when Jackie said this and so we can say oh she's here
1: There you go. There you
0: go. So anyway, we're going to I look
1: forward to having coffee with her in New York.
0: When are you going?
1: As soon as DiBaggio (laughs) (laughs) says it's okay to come to New York. (laughs)
0: Okay. All right, You know, he keeps
1: dragging this out. I think that, you know, I'm not into the politics that much of it, but I'm sure that's what it's about. Oh, probably. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows? Like, Like the cartoon where the gal asked the doctor, so... How long do you think the coronavirus is going to last? And he goes, I'm not into politics.
0: <laughs> oh, I see. Yes. Drawing a line one to the other, that's really easy to do. Yeah. So anyway. Okay. So we're going to take a really quick break now. And then when we come back, we're going to do the Astral Celebrity of the Week with Jackie Slevin. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.
2: This is Martha Nurwak. Every Sunday morning, beginning at 9 a.m., thanks in part to Kevin McDonald's MyIndependenceReport.com, we cover the world of animals. This week, July 12th, another change of schedule. It's Talk with Your Animals or Human Loved Ones on this side or the other with Natasha Venter and Behavior Training and Healing Sunday with Me. We'll be starting, however, with some human-animal coaching and discussion, and of course, we'll take your phone calls. Hope you can join us for Martha Nurwak's Animal World Sunday morning, 9 a.m. to noon, right here on Alternative Talk AM 1150. <laughs>
3: Bringing good vibes to the Puget Sound and the world. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show, right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes with Doug Johnston, and now we're going to bring on Jackie Slevin. Jackie, how are you?
2: I am fine, thank you.
0: How oh, are you? Oh, good. It's good to have you back.
2: Oh, thank you. My pleasure to
0: be here, always. Oh, thank you so much. So we are going to talk about, and we're going to do the astro celebrity of the week. I forgot to cue the guy to do the music. So anyway,
1: he hit it right on the. He did.
0: He did. He was great. (laughs) Thank you, Nathan. Anyway, so uh, we're going to be doing two people today. Mister Bill De Blasio, who is mayor of New York City. As well as Jackie or Tammy Duck work, thank you. So, first of all, let's talk about Bill De Blasio. I, I think, you know, he was the first one I had on, and then then I then I got the suggestion from Tammy to do Tammy. Um, yes, from excuse me, Tammy and Jackie, interchangeable names. Uh, they are. <laughs> no, no, but anyway, let's talk about D- Bill De Blasio. So, what did you see when you saw his chart? Well, what jumped out at me
2: first and foremost is. Look at that midheaven. Yes, fifteen fixed. Yeah, that's the cardinal axis. So this is somebody who's going to make whose career is going to make a big noise in the world.
0: Yes, it is. Yeah, for better
2: or worse.
0: Yep. And then cardinal
2: axis doesn't say it's going to be great. It just says it's going to make a big big noise.
0: Okay, big noise. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. It's, that's
2: it's going to make a big noise in the public eye, mm-hmm. and he, he has certainly done that in his administration. Another thing that leaped out at me is that he has a T-squared in Neptune, which is rising.
0: Yes, it is. He has
2: a a T-squared in Neptune. Neptune co-rules his fifth house, so he would have kids who would be very uh, naturally inclined to champion the underdog.
0: Yes, exactly. And with Uranus on the Midheaven, too, I mean, come on, you know. Um, And it seems to me... Because the way I actually noticed this man this week, it was weird. But I was watching the report how they're, you know, painting the front of the bill in front of Trump Tower, Black Lives Matter. Well, he was one of the people out there painting. Yes. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's interesting. And he... I mean, it's sort of, I could just sort of see him making gestures with his hands towards the tower. You know, I could just sort of see that with him. And then when I saw his chart, I said, well, I could see why I would think that. Because well, you
1: have to realize, though, that this is Warren Wilhelm Jr. That was actually oh, yes. part of the Anita Nicaraguan thing. Oh, yeah. I mean... Give me a break. He had to change his name in 2001 if he was going to distance himself from his reality.
0: That's true. Well, he said he was Italian, too, so I don't know what that his first name was. His mother is. Oh, okay. He took
1: his mother's maiden name.
0: That's right, he did. I remember yes, that.
2: Yes, he took his mother's maiden name, and I think all that trouble started between his parents when the Solar Arc Midheaven got to his Uranus up there in the 10th.
0: That yes. would be
2: age six, and I think that's when his parents separated Oh, for good.
0: man, I can bet yep yep, I believe mm-hmm.
2: it.
1: Yeah. Well, he changed his name when his father committed suicide. oh, yeah, and he put de Basil in the middle of his name like a middle name. So when he graduated from high school, he asked for it to be printed onto his um, diploma
2: diploma really yeah that's just yeah. It's, and also, right now, as we speak, Bill de Blasio is having his second Saturn, Saturn return. That's yeah. right. Saturn yes, certainly is 29 Capricorn, and yep. Saturn today is 29 Capricorn. Wow. So there's huge changes coming from this man. Also, his natal descendant is 8 degrees Taurus. Yep. His progressed moon is 9 Taurus, and wow. transiting Uranus is at 10 Taurus.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. So that's
2: a raging controversy going on in his life right now. He's mm-hmm. going to be singled out. And he'll be front and center, and you know
0: what? He won't mind it. No, he'll actually love that. Yeah, he will. Yeah.
1: He's got so many stationary planets there.
0: Yes, and he does, because, you know, when I was checking through the chart, the one thing I always do first is check the stationary planets, and I forgot.
1: (laughs) Saturn went stationary retrograde the next day after his birthday.
2: Oh, so he was born on a Saturn station.
1: Yes. 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 Oh, I
2: didn't know
0: that. Wonderful. And well, Uranus'
1: is station, direct.
0: Yep. yep. And wow. Pluto is
1: stationary, retrograde.
0: Wow. That's three of those babies. That's
2: Well, d- the, yeah, the Saturn certainly explains it. The Saturn station explains his father and issues with authority.
0: Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure he did have that. So, you mm-hmm. know, and the, having those outer three planets, is, uh, you know, literally almost outer three planets, but w- two out of the three is having him stationary is going to make him sort of operate, not unconsciously, but he's going to be doing stuff that's you know nobody else is even going to think about doing. You know? That and
2: what his actions will affect society at large and will impact the world order.
0: Exactly, yeah. So Whether
2: he sets out to do, whether he's, yeah, as you said, Eileen, whether he's conscious of it or not, he mm-hmm. probably won't be, but that's no. what will happen.
0: Yeah, yeah. With the Neptune on the Ascendant makes you wonder, You know, whether he'll actually be consciously aware of it. But he will be guided, literally, to where he needs to go next. That's what i think. That's what One
1: World Order has done with these people over and over. Mm. They guide them. Yeah. That's why they've got... It was okay to riot New York and destroy everything. Yeah. That socialized garbage.
0: Uh, Yeah.
2: Well, a lot of it, yes. A lot of it is. With that Neptune rising... There's a distortion.
0: Right. Yeah. Know, there,
2: there, there could be a lot of mixed messages with that Neptune rising because they, they have a terrible time separating fact from fiction.
0: Right. And especially his own story would have been fact or fiction. Mm-hmm. He's not even sure what he is. So <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he doesn't know change
1: his name twice now yeah, legally
0: yeah. So, so I'm really not sure who the heck I am. I am his who I am in the moment. Next name but, will be
1: his wife's maiden name.
0: Yeah, right. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> some crazy stuff like that. But, you know, with the Aquarius at the bottom of the chart and Jupiter Aquarius, I mean, that just it to me, it's a really an Aquarian chart really, really almost at the nugget of this chart is that, you know, he's here to raise a lot of stuff, you know, and he's going to be right out in the front of everything doing it.
1: Well, yeah. he does have a 7th house son.
0: Yes, that's yes, true. Yes, and it's in next
2: mutual reception with Venus, so there's an element of charm involved. Right. Well,
1: <laughs> an element in charm, but he has a tendency to let people walk all over him like a rug on the floor.
2: Well, that's the Neptune rising. Oh,
0: yeah. that's also Pisces well, moon.
1: Sun and seventh is the same thing.
0: Yeah,
2: can
0: so. be. Yeah, and the Pisces moon on on the south node doesn't help. No, that means he's done it many lifetimes. So, well, <clears>
2: it's <throat> also someone who can easily play the role of victim.
0: Yeah, but he's also extremely intuitive. Oh, so, God, yes. I mean, with the Neptune on the ascendant, and then that too. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, he would pick up stuff about people real easy, you know, and he would probably use. Like Trump says, he uses his gut to figure things out. Well, I don't know if that's a good idea for him, but for De Blasio, it's a good idea. You know, to follow well, that. Well,
2: almost to the point that logic doesn't work for him.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. Yeah. So, it, it's um, see, does he? Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, yeah, Saturn trine Mercury. Okay. So there's a real level-headedness there. You know, he, he doesn't go off half-cocked, but... And
2: Mercury is square Saturn. That's, right. And, and that's logic in getting down to brass tacks all the time.
0: Right, exactly right. So, yeah, um, I you know, I love Mercury-Saturn aspects. I've got one, you know. Do and, I? and I love it, you know. It, it really keeps your br- brain grounded.
1: Mercury, he doesn't have Mercury. You have. You said he has Mercury square what? Saturn.
0: No, oh, it's, no it's, it's a trine. It's a trine to it's a trine. me. It's a trine. Yes, yeah, much easier to deal with. Okay. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, but uh, it's still interesting. Well, the square caught me off guard because I didn't see the square, and I was looking real hard oh, okay. for it. All right, all But he has
2: s- Mercury square Uranus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty tight too. So. Oh, that's,
0: that's yeah. good. That's a great
1: one. And the, where Uranus is a stationary planet as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's. Um, so
1: we never know what to expect out of him.
0: That's right. You never right. know. He might end up being an astrologer someday. I think he just someday. announced
1: that he will. Uh, Close New York down for the rest of the year. Really? Well, that's what he's talking about.
0: Well, I think that's not a bad idea, actually. And he has mercury on algal. Well, I can tell you that
1: the state senators are having a hard time with him.
0: Okay, we got to take a break here real quick. So, anyway, we could have gone all the rest of the afternoon on him, I think. Be pretty good. Oh, I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> all right i didn't find him that fascinating oh, i thought he was really cool anyway and i love how tall he is Interesting chart yum yum anyway uh we will be right back here with the jupiter rising show right here on kknw alternative talk radio On
2: Friday, Manson Mitchell welcomes Mary Beckman, who joins us with new and fascinating tools from her ever expanding metaphysical tool bag. On Saturday, Robert Kopecki, survivor of three near death experiences, reveals a unique perspective on the challenges presented by COVID 19 and political strife, bringing you mastery and mystery since 2007. We are Manson Mitchell, Friday
3: and Saturday mornings at 10 on Alternative Talk AM 1150 you found us. Maybe you've been guided to listen. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. I'm Eileen Grimes, astrologer. With me is Doug Johnston, the co-host. And our guest today, Miss Jackie Slevin. Okay, so anything else you want to talk about with Deville de Blasio? Yeah,
2: I found one more thing here. Look at okay. that series in the sixth house.
0: Okay, I don't have seri- I don't have the um, asteroids printed on here. Okay, but
2: well, it, I'll, I'll make it easy for you. We have Ceres at 21 Aries in okay. the sixth. Okay. Okay, in an exact trine within 20 odd minutes to the Uranus and uh, food insecurity in New York City in the five boroughs. Now is at really an all-time high? I yeah. mean, the, the, the lines for food banks are out of out of control.
0: Wow. And.
2: Uh, he and his um, committees are very much championing that everybody has to get it, that everybody eats.
0: Yeah. And
2: one of the major proponents of, of, of a free kitchen where you can go there any day, once mm-hmm. a day, and get a free meal are the Sheiks in oh. Queens. I believe it's Queens, New okay. York. It could be Brooklyn, but I think it's Queens. Okay. He lives they in run Brooklyn. a massive free kitchen in their temple, and the lines are like like a quarter mile long every day of people lining up to get wow. a free meal.
0: Wow, that's something and, else. Yeah. Yeah. I could see how he would be that way with a fourth house moon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, how f- important food is. Mm-hmm. You know?
2: And the series in the sixth, trining his Uranus. That yeah. Everybody, yeah. And he's, he's championing these these people and praising them. And
0: oh, that's great. Yeah. Well, and after you
1: created so. such a mess, I think it's good that he does that.
0: Yeah. Right. Oh, I agree. Because yeah. it
1: makes him look better.
0: Yeah, well, mm-hmm. sure. <laughs>
2: However, <laughs> or but with that Mercury on Algol there in his seventh house, yeah, that's a lot of uh, problematic communication. And Mercury rules his eighth. He has Gemini on the eighth, and that could be a lot of budget trouble.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Well, their their whole finance situation out there is upside down again. Yeah. It happened yes. in yeah. New York more than just about any other city.
0: So is yes. he running for re-election in twenty twenty? Or is, is it certain. coming up this year? i mean, if it. Well, I, I
2: really don't know. I, I, don't I, I'm not a New Yorker. I live 14 miles from it, but I'm well. Not you a should New know.
0: <laughs> well, I, from what
1: I heard, the senators, Democrat summoned senators, are having a rough time with him. Oh. And they're talking that he's his time is over.
2: Well, oh, a lot of people have a hard time with him. He's extremely controversial. He exudes controversy. He well, it's cool.
0: It. It's yeah. cool. You know, it's really so, cool what he's doing. So
1: Porphy's tied right to that senator, and they're having a real rough time with it.
0: Oh, that's true. well. He you don't mess around with him. He is six foot five after all.
1: Oh, that doesn't mean a thing. <laughs> the taller they are, the harder they fall. Kaboom! <laughs> that's very true. That's how it okay. goes. Okay. Little short ones just kind of bounce and bounce right back up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Tell us, Nate. Nate's about six five.
0: Yeah. Did you six <laughs> five? Six six so oh, there you go. Sad's rising, up there. of course. he's yeah. sad's rising. Makes sense.
1: Yeah, when they fall down, they make a noise. Yeah, they make it's a like noise like a tree in the forest. Three,
0: <laughs> <laughs> six, six. Wow. Okay. Cool. Anyway, I love tall men. So, what can I tell you? I, I, I just went crazy over Jim Comey. He's six foot oh. eight. Yeah. That's another piece. I uh, know. Shh. Quiet. Anyway. So anyway, Off we're going to move on go. to Tammy Duckworth now. And let okay. me give out her information. Uh, we didn't give out Mr. Bill de Blasio, just in case people are interested. This May 8th, 1961, 7.03 p.m. in Manhattan, New York. Okay. And then Tammy Duckworth is March 12th, 1968. And we don't have her time of birth, but she's born in Bangkok, Thailand. And her she's her birthday's day after mine. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, one thing that I noticed right away, I mean, how could you not notice this North Node-Mars-Saturn conjunction in Aries? Yes. I mean... Also,
2: we have another T-squared in Neptune.
0: Yep. Yep, we do. Yep. Yep. yep so, we
2: she's do. going to champion the underdog, and she's got Jupiter on Regulus.
0: Okay.
1: And Neptune is stationary retrograde.
0: Yep. That's right. Wow, oh.
2: there you go. Yep. There's someone who's going to suffer. And she
0: has. Yeah. And she's lost both of her legs because. Yeah.
2: And yeah. In in fighting for her country.
0: Yes. She. I mean, you're looking at the North Node Aries Saturn. That's somebody who's truly would get into the military. I Absolutely. mean. Militaristic stuff. You know, mm-hmm. we don't know where the actual uh, place it sits because we didn't have her time of birthday time of birth. But I mean, no matter where it is with the North Node, I mean, that's where she was going. She was here to fight. I mean, she was here to fight and be
2: one hell of a fighter with that Mars conjuncted indignity.
0: Yeah, exactly, (coughs) exactly right. So,
2: and her father was a soldier. He was stationed in Bangkok.
0: Okay, that makes sense.
2: Oh yeah, Saturn in Aries. Okay, so her father was stationed in Bangkok. Yeah, Bangkok, and married a Thai woman, so she's half Thai.
0: Okay, all right. So I wonder what the station, the um, for for Thailand, what the country sign is. I mean, because it would have to be a date that it was set up, you know, what the sign of, of, of Thailand is. I'm just curious. Mm,
2: I could look that up, but it, it would take a couple minutes.
0: Okay. Well, it'd be interesting to see because mm-hmm. it seems to be that I've noticed that the North Node, South Node is going to be tied indigenous, indigenously to the area that you're born in. So it, at least I've noticed that on several people's charts. You know, so, um, yeah, um, it's interesting. So, and she also has that Mercury in Aquarius. So, you know, uh, I've watched her the last couple of Conjunct nights. Conjunct Venus. In Venus. Yeah. Because so, you
1: like listening to her voice. Yeah, you,
0: you definitely. It's really a nice voice. But, you know, that Mercury in Aquarius is, is going to, you know, it can fight and sling, you know. And it's going to fight for what is right, obviously.
1: Well, they don't... Uh they normally don't really say much, but when they decide they're going to say something, there's yeah, not much right. changing them.
0: Yeah, and look at this. She's a, a Sun opposed Pluto, exactly.
2: Ex- within what three minutes?
0: Come on. Let's see. Um, it, that is yes, crisis. Yes, it's within three minutes. Three five crisis minutes.
2: Crisis city. Crisis city.
0: Yep. Yep.
2: Everything's a crisis. Yep. And that's also a person who's a, who's a cool head in a crisis.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, thank God she's a Pisces. You know, yes. <laughs> I mean, if, if it was anything else, it'd be extremely stressful for her, and it probably is to a degree. But she can sort of maintain that, you but know, it's through... mutable.
1: Hmm, it's mutable.
0: It's mutable. It it's changes. So it. it
1: mutables would work with it.
0: Yeah, it, well, that's true. I do and that. And nobody lets go and lets God like a Pisces. That's so true. I can vouch for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cuz their birthday is a day after mine. So, it's it's an interesting same degree. Yeah,
1: but you don't you don't let like go and like God, you hold on to it. <laughs> Must be that Leo rising.
0: <laughs> Must be the Pluto in the first house. Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah,
1: I think that's probably it.
0: Probably. Yeah. But, you know, in Leo. In Leo. Right, Leo rising. Yes. Don't you forget it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've got the same setup. How I know. can I forget it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, anyway, her chart, I mean, I just, I, I would like to, like, examine her life through that north node Saturn-Mars, you know, to see just how much she, you know, m- whenever she hit the wall, literally, she would get back up and start running some more, you know. Yes,
2: exactly. Yeah. Also, on her father's side, she's a daughter of the American Revolution, so her ancestors fought in the American Revolution. Wow. So fighting is in her DNA.
0: Yes, isn't it, though? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: Well, that's definitely a setup for a fighter.
0: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. S- Saturn, Mars, and Aries? I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, Yes, you've got the two malefics in the sign of war. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to
1: know what her rising is.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. me too. Same yeah. here. Yeah, and well,
2: she has Leo Moon no matter what time she was born.
0: That's true. Mm-hmm. That's why she does so well on TV. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, Leos have that presence, you know. Yeah, they
0: do, and they like getting up in front of the, you know, the crowd. But you know, yeah, and
2: they they don't get nervous in the process. They actually mm. love it.
0: Yeah, well, they do. Yeah. Aren't yeah, you a yeah. Leo?
3: No, uh, me, of course. Yes, I
0: am. of course. That's why I thought you were. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're Leo rising, the two of us here. So yeah, mm-hmm. we're that's always jockeying we, for position. Why we like you so much. That's right. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> also,
2: now Tammy Duckworth has son Conjunct Chiron, and that's a medical. Okay. Issue. Yeah. And she's an amputee.
0: Yep, she is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, she had it's sort of like the, the the flip side of of of, of Pisces is there's some sort of sacrifice that is made somewhere along the way. Absolutely. Know? And so she. Serve or suffer. Yeah, there's a suffering and sacrifice involved, so she had to let go of the legs, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. You know, but um, I, it, I, as far as I can tell, that has not slowed her down one bit. So no,
2: that, because she's extraordinary with that sun opposite Pluto. You're not going to get
0: her down. No, you're not. And if she goes into conflict with you know Mr. Trump, oh man, who's going to win here? You know? Oh yeah, yeah. I wouldn't mm-hmm. even want to bet on it. I'd bet on her. I would too. Yeah,
2: I would bet on her in a minute. Yeah, because she's more. She'd be more informed, yeah. and she's walking her
0: talk yeah <laughs> literally yes. she really is yeah what are you talking yeah. about
1: she doesn't have a leg to stand on oh
0: stop they, that no <laughs> but, she, do but she does see
2: she's got the titanium legs to stand on because yeah. she oh, had to titan- up the other ones for the love of her country
0: oh my gosh she mm. has titanium legs yeah she has titanium. of course legs. she does yeah. oh is that sort of an aries thing totally isn't okay. she a runner too was she a runner I think there's something
1: about her running in the past.
0: Well, I don't mean, know. I well, believe so. Her physical her physical energy would have to be, you know, it, as long as she sus- can sustain it over a long period of time and take it as it comes for her, not trying to force it, you know, because that would be, you know, Saturn-Mars is always kind of a tricky deal when you're trying to access your physical energy. So, um as long as she moves it through her passions then she'll be good essentially
2: yes it's also mars saturn in square opposition or conjunct you're looking at a workaholic when when i was teaching in adult schools when i taught astrology in adult schools at night yeah when i would when I would start talking about Mars-Saturn, I would tell the people in the classroom, you know, people from the general public, go into the supermarket and yeah. go look at the arm and hammer yeah. label and oh. look at that arm with the hammer. You see, arm and hammer, that's totally Mars-Saturn,
0: yes. right? Yeah.
2: Because you're putting all that energy into work. You've got a tool, now you're going to use it.
0: Right, right. Exactly right. Yes, and, yeah. and they
2: don't stop till the job is done.
0: That's right. They won't. Right. No, and even then they won't stop.
2: So. <laughs> 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 that's that's Mars, right, find another job. That's why Mars Saturn. Something
0: else to conquer. Right, yeah. that's
2: why Mars Saturn and Sun Saturn people often end up being bosses.
0: Yeah, yeah, because because
2: just because you're done with this, yeah, that leads to something else. Yeah, Saturn just, just says, keep just
0: keep moving, keep going. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. okay, we got to take another break here, real quick, and when we get back, we're going to be talking some more about people and all sorts of good stuff with Ms. Jackie Slevin. This is the Jupiter Rising show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio. Live read for Matt Shea and Matt Shea Books. Matt writes books that centers around the common person in everyday life, people like you and me. His writings emphasize that each and every one of us was blessed with a unique, one-of-a-kind winning hand that will eventually be called upon to serve the world we live in. Matt will write stories and conduct radio interviews for the rest of his life as a way to encourage and inspire others. One of Matt's great books is The King of Coleman's Hill, which has been receiving a lot of attention lately and can be found on Amazon and his website. So feel free to f- browse Matt's updated website, which is mattshaybooks.net. All of his books are available there. Matt would love to hear from you, too, and promises to answer any or all that contact him. You can also write to him at his personal email address at workinmatt7, W-O-R-K-N-M-A-T-T-7, at AOL.com. And you can also call him at 206 915
3: we're on your smartphone or tablet. Download our free app in the Apple App Store or Google Play and take Alternative Talk 1150 anywhere you go. So many ways to listen. Talk radio for the heart and soul. Alternative Talk 1150.
0: And welcome back to the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW. Alternative Talk Radio with Doug Johnston and me, Eileen Grimes, and also our guest, Ms. Jackie Slevin. Welcome back, Jackie. Thank you. My You're pleasure. welcome.
1: Love your book.
0: Yes. Thank you. Yeah.
1: I enjoy it. I haven't gotten through the whole thing, but I really enjoyed it.
0: Yes. Thank I, you. I, need I to, hope you
2: can use it in your
0: book. Yeah, absolutely. I have to read. We were talking the other day on, on Facebook, and we were talking about my book. And which you really liked, which is wonderful.
2: Fantastic. I can't I can't get over the amount of research that you put into that. I know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Seven years worth. Arg. But, you know, um, with the Mars and Scorpio square Pluto, I'm sort of a natural researcher. I couldn't really help it. But I just kept going and kept going and kept going. And you were talking about the 22nd degree of Aries being what was that degree for you? it was something that um, that you latched onto because that degree was held in common by just about everybody on that ship. So, it's the
2: cardinal axis. Okay. It's the world... Now, there are three... It's the, the cardinal axis has three names. Okay. The cardinal axis, the world axis, and the Aries point.
0: Okay. Well, They're I always thought the Aries point was zero degrees.
2: Yeah, well, the Aries point is zero degrees, but as it's reflected throughout the zodiac using the variable of 22 degrees, which I I will explain in a minute, it still reflects back onto the Aries point at zero. Technically, it is. The Aries point is zero degrees Aries and zero degrees cardinal Mm -hmm. throughout the zodiac. Right. Right. So when you factor in, okay, so 90 degrees is a square. The zodiac is 360 degrees. Right. 90 degrees is a square. The square is actions,
0: right? Mm-hmm, right? So if you're
2: taking 316 divided by 90, you get 4,
0: okay, right? right.
2: That's the four angles and then you're going to take 90 degrees and divide that by 4 and you get 22 and a half.
0: Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. Now you're taking the variable of 22 and a half and you're adding that throughout the entire 360 degrees of the zodiac wow and it will fall out like this zero degrees cardinal 22 and a half degrees cardinal and then you move 22 and a half degrees forward from from 15 cardinal okay i'm sorry 22 and a half aries and you get 15 cardinal okay i'm sorry 15 fixed okay and those are the 15 fixed degrees okay that's also a reflective a reflection on the Aries point. Okay. Then you add 22 and a half to fifteen fixed, and you come up with seven and a half degrees of mutable signs.
0: Okay. Okay. That I got will it.
2: also reflect back onto the Aries point. There's an entire chapter of my book on it. Right? Yeah, I
0: have. To, I still have to read that, but I'm going to because. Yeah.
2: It'll break it down chapter and verse. If you read it at least once, you should get it. If you read it a couple of times, boom, there it is. Okay. And once you've got those degrees memorized, they they rivet your eyes when you go to look at a chart, because that's where the action is. Exactly.
0: exactly. Just like I saw
2: with Bill Blasio. Ah, oh, look at that midheaven, 15 fixed. Boom, he's going to make, make a big noise. Boom, okay. he's a mayor. Okay? okay.
0: Yeah, that's 15 degrees of any sign, right?
2: No, 15 degrees of a fixed sign. I gotcha.
0: you I I gotcha, I gotcha. Okay, okay. Zero right.
2: degrees of a cardinal sign. Seven mutable. In, okay. That gets 22 and a half of degrees. The cardinals get two. Zero degrees and 22 and a half degrees. Okay. The fixed signs get one degree, 15 mm-hmm. degrees. The mutable signs get one degree, seven degrees, 30 minutes.
0: Okay. Interesting. You know, yep. it's, it's funny because um, I kept coming back to the... Of all the degrees in that little formula, between 18 and 24 degrees cardinal, I came back to 22 more t- times than anything. Yes, so, and, that, um, and
2: that's why. And also... They, that's where people are on the world axis. Okay. And the Titanic was a world
0: event. Yep, it was. Yeah. And, and looking at the chart... Well planned. Yeah, it was. And, of course, the, I believe the North Node was at 21 degrees, Aries. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. Conjunct it. And, um, and also... What I also found out later on when I was researching, this is toward the end of my research, I said, oh, man, if I have to go back and re-research all this right now, I can't do this. But the 22nd degree of a cardinal sign, or Aries, is the drowning degree.
2: Drowning degree?
0: Dra- and shipwreck degree.
2: Oh, I thought that was 28. Well, Skiat. 28 Pisces is the degree of shipwreck.
0: Okay. Well, I mean, this is what I was told by various okay. people. Yeah, uh, the, mm-hmm. the 20 fir- 22nd, 23rd 20- Twenty-second and twenty-first degree were approximately the degree of, of drowning, and um, I remember talking to so many people who had maybe a planet at the twenty or first or twenty-second, and they're deathly afraid of drowning. Like what's her face was Natalie Wood, you mm-hmm. know, she had a bunch of them right around that degree, and she was deathly afraid of drowning, and that's what she did.
1: No, she didn't. <laughs> She's still alive.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I know. But anyway, so <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it's it's <laughs> amazing how it keeps showing up in people's charts and how how deathly afraid they are of the water. so, and a I'm lot of the people on that ship that had it. yeah, I mean, and I you know, when I was researching it, I didn't realize of the, all those back end degrees that I was looking at. I just thought, oh, well, this is interesting that all these same degrees keep showing up you know, especially in the in the chart of the wreck and also charts leading up to that point from all the ships I researched and going forward, you know, everything was tied into that degree. Everything, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. including the people. You know, how many people, the percentage of the first class that had those degrees was around 90-some percent. Yes. Yeah. That's, that, that, that's, that's extraordinary. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and um, I was talking to some guy at, at um, Norwalk one time, Northwest Astrological Conference. And he says, he said, I told him what I was doing. He says, why are you doing this? (laughs) Aren't you a little bit crazy? I said, well, yeah, but then all these degree points are showing up and they're like, you know, 90 some percent. And he says, oh, that's why you're doing it. That's pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, pretty crazy stuff. But, yeah, you know, um, and for me, my midheaven is 20 Aries. So that's close enough. Yes, it is conjunct it. Yes, it is. I have Neptune at 21 Libra. so That's eh, on it. Yeah, Yeah. that's kind of it, you know. So, yeah, I mean, you can see why I was drawn to the whole deal. And I remember as a kid watching different things and different things on Titanic, and I was glued to them when I was a little kid. So I knew it was... Didn't you get that set of dishes from the Titanic? No, I just got one dish. Oh. Yeah, I got one dish at the, um, the... the Titanic um, exhibition that was going around the, the country. Okay, because I thought she said something about a dish. That she
2: you had. actually have a dish that was on the Titanic? Oh, it was no. a
1: reproduction. Reproduction. A
0: reproduction. Oh, okay. Yeah, all I right. still have it. Too. But she
1: feels like it was there.
0: Yeah, right. Like there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Remember,
1: yeah. she's got Leo rising. She's creative. Yeah, I right.
0: all Yeah, but I saw <laughs> what, what all the th- things on, you know, all the, the, the various things from the wreckage where I went to the exhibition twice. So, wow. Yeah, and it was uh, uh it Okay, one thing that did happen, which is really interesting, I'm here. I'm telling a Titanic story, but this was interesting, is that there was an actual piece of the hull, a little piece, maybe about 6 inches by about 8 inches. It was inside of a, a container, um, a, a, a plexiglass container, and it was right in front of a big, huge portion of the hull that they had there. And um, you could reach inside and touch the hull, you know, the oh. actual piece, which I did. <laughs> and oh boy, you know what happened to me? It was unbelievable. Her I,
1: left, her left pointing finger is shorter now.
0: <laughs> oh you know, God! No <laughs> touching it. But I felt a, a f- electric shock going through my whole body when I did it. And by that time, I could barely even walk through that that exhibition, I was completely dislodged, <laughs> completely discombobulated by it. Mm-hmm. Sounds yeah. like a Pisces to me. Oh boy. You know, it would be. But yeah, I was it was completely shocked me because this piece of hull was compressed down from the melting that it that it did. You know, so it was a lot of energy in that piece of iron, you know, and um, I felt it. It came through. How
1: long did how long were you doing how long were you writing your book, Jackie?
2: To write it from A to Z, about two years, but I, I took my time. Okay. I very much took my time, but the research, I'd say about five.
0: Okay.
1: Because it's pretty thorough. Yeah, right. Yeah. No,
2: so I wasn't going to put out something half-baked. I, yeah. I would not do that. There's enough of that out there, in in my opinion.
0: Okay. Yeah, I wanted
2: something tactile that people can pick up and read and learn and use.
0: Oh wow! Oh well, you know, yours is way took took you a lot less time than mine. I told you I did it seven years, but you know, uh, it took five years to research different agenda. Yeah, completely different. I had a whole lot of had a mountain information to go through. Yeah, that was
2: a ship. Oh, you absolutely did, but I had to find. I had to put my money where my mouth was when it came to my formula.
0: Oh, sure. Yeah, I can get that. Yeah. You have to, you have to, you can state it, but then you have to prove it. Yeah. And the proof, that takes a lot longer than it does to just state it. Yeah. Yeah.
2: my, my, My Slevin system just came to me in this, like, burst of inspiration one day. I just, like, picked up a pen and started writing down a system. I said, wow. Wow. Okay. What is that about? Uh-huh. This is really cool. Now, what do I do with it? I guess I have to prove this in one form or another. Right. And, and that sent me off in 17,000 different directions. Yes, I
0: know the feeling. <laughs> 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 I remember one time my, my office in my apartment, I had a separate bedroom for that. I had notebooks and everything was open. And there was oh, six yeah. or seven or eight notebooks, you know, full oh, of yeah. charts. I mean, I did, I analyzed or processed about over a thousand charts. You know. That's oh, p-
2: yes, easily. Yeah, I, I did at least a 1,000 charts to yep. put my book together. At
0: yep. least. She y- only y-
1: left off. She didn't put in the four Chinese people, but that was okay. <laughs> <laughs> there were
2: four Chinese no. people? Yes, there were
1: four Chinese people, but the papers, they shoved them out of New York quickly and got rid of them and got them out of there.
0: Oh, weird. So
1: okay. they never got into the main news that they really were there, but they okay. were four that actually were there and did live.
0: Okay. Well, it makes Mm -hmm. sense, though you know, because a lot of people were forgotten on that voyage. They lived
1: mainly because they, they, you know, they were lightweight and they attached themselves to some part of the wreckage that floated, and that's how they made it.
0: Oh, okay, that's interesting. So
2: that's uh, a that's a loaded statement because the first time I saw Titanic in a movie theater, what I couldn't get over is when um, Kate Winslet and Leo DiCaprio found actually a piece of detritus and you know and you know, Leo puts Kate up on the the, the, the plank or whatever it was. Right, right. And then he tries to get up on it but then he can't and he goes back to I thought, well why didn't she move over? Why couldn't she make room?
1: <laughs> because it this would ruin is- the movie. <laughs>
2: Yeah, and I thought to myself, if she really loved him, they would find a way to make room on that little plank so the boat right. could just like kneel, you know, in a little position. That's right. So she was flat out on the whole thing, so why didn't she make room? Um, she she was
0: know. first class, he was steerage. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
3: That's, oh, that's,
2: mean, a, that's it in, your, in a this nutshell. The class system, you're, you're <laughs> yeah. addressing inequality on the Titanic. Right? I know.
0: I mean,. <laughs> Makes sense though, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, but it just wouldn't be the movie wouldn't be quite the same.
0: That's true. Yeah, exactly. Look how many
1: people fell in love with.
0: That was the number one. DiCaprio.
1: All of a sudden, he was everyone's heartthrob.
0: Yeah, it seems like I remember he had Jupiter at twenty-one Aries or something like that, and um, I think Kate Winslet had her Jupiter around twenty Aries. So it it would make sense, you know.
2: yeah, and in Leo's natal chart, he has the ruler of the tenth and the ruler of the fifth in a mixed mutual reception, or a oh, mutual reception by exaltation. So there you go, you know, creativity and the the arts,
3: theater, okay. and the public eye. We a, okay, we
0: have a phone call. We have a okay. phone call. Somebody's calling in. Uh, hello, I don't know who this is, but hello, you are on the air.
3: From Seattle.
0: Hi, how are you? I'm good, thank you, and I'm enjoying this conversation very much. Oh, thank you. We appreciate that. Do you okay, have a question for us?
3: It is I don't. I am not an astrologer, and I don't understand where all the information comes from. So okay. I just I just want to ask you: when you see a sign on somebody's chart, and you could take anything you wanted to, where do you get the interpretation of what that means?
0: Well, that would take at least five hours to explain, but um, it's, I think for me, and I'll I'll let Jackie handle it, and then also Duck can answer too. I think for me, it's an intuitive thing. I'll look at it, and I'll see something, and it'll lead to something else into the chart, and and something will just stand out to me. It's an intuitive hit, you know, and... and like okay and that's pretty you know astrology is an intuitive science so you're you're embodying the left hand side of the brain for all the particulars and the knowledge you know that you get by studying it but on the right side of the brain is the intuition that ties it all together somehow so okay
3: so now so now you see something in the chart yeah. and it says this this and this uh huh does that mean that we live that out, or we should live that out, or we want to live that out, or it's going to happen
0: regardless of? I'm going to let Jackie answer that one.
2: Well, <laughs> are you giving me the sixty-five thousand dollars question? Yes, I
1: am. No, that was yeah. a sixty-four well,
2: thousand dollars. <laughs> also, uh, to the lady who is calling, how do I, how do we interpret it? I'd, I'd like to address that for a second. Okay. Astrology, astro. The, the word, astros, logos, logos is a sign or a telling or a little, like, icon of communication. And astros is stars. Mm-hmm. So it is literally translated as the telling of the stars. Astrology is a language. And so when we go to interpret something, that, when we interpret something in, from one language to the next, our interpretation is contingent upon our knowledge of the language in question. So are you interpreting something in terms of hip-hop, or are you interpreting something in terms of Shakespeare? Uh-huh. Is based upon one's breadth of study of the language. Okay. So in order to be really a proficient astrologer, you have to work at it really day and night yep. at a, three, a minimum five years to reach fluency.
0: Yep, you do. Yeah, it It takes a long time. So it's a language
2: that we need to master in order to interpret successfully. But now addressing the second question, if you see something that you're going to live it out, well, what you cannot think out, you will live out. Right. It's what I tell my clients. What you cannot think out, you will live out. Okay. And you're going to do it in one form or another.
0: All right. Uh,
2: Now, whether you're going to okay, let's say there's something in your chart that you're going to have a problem with authority, right? Right. Uh, Like you're going to have a terrible time following rules, and you're this radical person and you don't like rules, and you want to rewrite the rules. Okay. So maybe, I shouldn't say maybe, because at some chapter of your life, from the time you're in diapers till, you know, you're on a walker, you will encounter situations that you were up against very harsh discipline and you wanted to approach it in a way that made sense to you, but you might have been in a, in a social situation where that was not acceptable and you just had to put up or shut up.
0: Right. So
2: you're going to have to make yourself known in one form or another, whether by overturning and having tantrums and going on marches and banging on walls and windows and all this and breaking windows and going into riots and all that or or you're going to join a committee and try to tackle this qu- tackle this issue in your life to have maybe a law changed. You see what I'm saying so you're going to brush up against difficult Authority situations in one form or another, based upon your level of personality in your life. Right. Based upon based upon your level of consciousness.
0: Right. Okay. What you Did cannot that...
2: think out, you will live out.
0: Okay. Did that answer your question? Well, yes, it gives me more information. Oh, I think
3: there. I'm still pondering. I'm pondering the answer. It makes smart questions. But okay.
0: I appreciate very much you trying to clarify that for oh, me. Oh, you're welcome. Those are really good questions you asked, and ones that really get us thinking. You mm-hmm. know, because all three of us have how much? How many years of ex- astrological experience between us? Over 90, 90 years, mm-hmm. I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Easily. Yeah. So yeah, we're we're all fairly well seasoned here. But those are questions that when somebody asks something like that, it gets us back to, whoa, we got to really think about what we're doing. Because some of us just take it for granted that we can do this. But, you know, again, uh, thank nice you again question. for the wonderful questions. We really appreciate it.
3: Thank you. So does Doug feel the same way?
1: Very much so.
0: Good. He didn't even have to answer that much, you see? Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was all said for me. Yes. They put words in my mouth. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we do our best to do that. So anyway, thank you for your call. For answering. Okay, you bet. Okay. All right. That was the first time we've had a real call during the time. Okay, <laughs> so anyway, um, we have to kind of close it up here. About one minute left here. So this was really a good show today, I'm telling you. That was fun. It was loads of fun. In fact, this, we got somebody who really wanted to know about that and have them chime in. it's Awesome. So, anyway, Jackie, thank you. Is there anything else you would like to say?
2: No, only to, like, people in the general public. I mean, like, when you see a sign on a chart, when the lady mentioned, when you see a sign on the chart, a sign is a style. Yes. And then you look at where that sign is in the chart. Right. And wherever that sign is, is where that style will be acted out in your life.
0: Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes, That's it will. That's very
2: fundamental way to
0: begin to <laughs> that's a very good study. point absolutely so jackie how do we get a hold of you
2: jcslevin at
0: gmail.com jcslevin at gmail.com s as in
2: sam l e v as in victor i n
0: okay thank you so much for being here we're going to have you on again really soon we're okay. you just we're just hot we on love there. talking to you yeah we do thank you oh. Love talking to you guys too okay thanks we'll talk to you soon thank you Okay. okay, bye-bye. Bye. Okay, so um, because we, we had to kind of scoot through all that, I have our my one last thing I hear I have to read for Susan Bergstrom, which is from, from the Medicare exchange. So Medicare coverage is a very important and confusing issue as we near retirement, largely because the Medicare doesn't cover 100% of your medical costs, only about 80%. That means we will need affordable supplemental coverage that will take care of that 20%. Susan Bergstrom can help get the best coverage for you. And with her, the process is really easy, and in the end, she'll probably save you some money. So Susan has some new developments. She's got a class, classes that you can take through programs she represents. The classes are suited for your kids and other kids too. So, and also she has a legacy safeguard, which is a brand new document that can be done to itemize and organize your final wishes. And it's free. Okay, so if you need more information, call Susan at 253-318-9379 or email her at sbergstrom at american com. Okay, we're going to go on. All right, so this is kind of a weird day. All right, so these are the announcements that are coming up. <laughs> Doug is cracking up because... She doesn't know what she's doing.
1: <laughs> it's a Saturn. It's the Mercury's going retrograde. It
0: certainly or is, and tomorrow. it certainly is in my mouth, too. It's stationary. So, <laughs> so anyway, we still have the After Dark readings that we're going to be doing sooner or later at the um, Pizza Casa restaurant. And just so you know, and this is so sad because I just found out about this, but Burr's has closed down. It's not going to op- reopen again, so we won't be doing it there, obviously. But um, it's at a really great restaurant. It's from 4 until 7. We do $20 for 10 minutes and $40 for 20 minutes. And so, anyway, I'll be there at some point, probably on a Monday night, to do readings. And then also we have the horoscope column updated every Monday. Uh, Right now, though, the horoscopes are up now for Monday because we had to do a little early because our guy here at the station is on vacation. Ah. Yes. So we, I got it done early, and it's in today. Actually, they turned out really cool this week. Sometimes you just never know where it comes from, you uh-huh. know? Have you ever written horoscopes?
1: I did for a couple of years I in magazines.
0: Did? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I know how that works. So anyway, um, you can go and see that at 1150 at 1150 at kknw.com. It's right on the front page, just on the left part way down. Okay. Now, how we get a hold of you.
1: Uh, the easiest is to call 206-769-4924 or text.
0: Okay, and we have 2 minutes here. Good. Okay, and EileenGrimes.com, where you can get a hold of me and Jupiter Rising Show at AOL.com rj uh jupiterrisingshow.com. Okay. Next week we have on Ms. Wanda Buckner. She will be back to talk about COVID's effects on the kids, meaning the pets. So, it'll be interesting to talk about that. And the following week we have on a very wonderful astrologer named Dick De Clemente. He's from Back East, I think. So he will be terrific. So anyway, that's it for us today. What a crazy day today. And it was kind of neat to have it kind of free form like that. I like It was it. fun. It was very fun. So anyway, we and it was
1: nice to have someone call in and ask a question. It was.
0: It's awesome. We got to do that more, especially
1: a good question like that. That was
0: a really good question. So anyway, thank you all for listening today, and I hope you pick us up next week. This is the Jupiter Rising Show right here on KKNW Alternative Talk Radio.